Medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If your pet has or you suspect they might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of All Paws Pet Talk, this radio show, or their sponsors. Smart Animal Talk on All Paws Pet Talk Radio. And uh, for the first time ever, I have a new guest, Moti Zemmelman. He's coming to the show to talk about the Renaissance Pet, the RenaissancePet.com. And when I heard about this, first saw that he was coming on the show, I thought, oh, come on, what's going on here? The pet's semi-nude, sprawled across settees with uh, angels and draped in silk. And I was kind of just kidding with myself, you know. But actually, that's kind of close to what's going on here, people. If you think your dog really is king or queen or would look awesome in a Victorian getup, then this show's for you. Christmas is coming. We got presents on our minds. So, so welcome to the show, Moti. Thank you so much, Deb. It's great to when, be here. What made you think of doing this to pet photos? Well, you know, I've been an artist for many years uh, doing all different businesses and uh, different sides of both painting and photography. And um, I don't know, it just came to me. Uh, in fact, I had a business where I was doing iPhone cases and it was just one among many of my designs. And it, it caught on fire on Etsy where I had my, first, my shop. And, um, and then from there I decided, well, you know what, why not print these things on canvas, on photo paper, make them big, so people can hang them in their ho- in their homes, and um, and people were just getting such a kick out of them, and it was such a personal um, connection that I was having with each customer and each pet. Okay, so like this is like I mean, just so people can get this. First of all, if you're listening and you're near your computer, just go to uh, just go to the website, therenaissancepet.com, and you'll right away start laughing because it's very funny. You see these German shepherds and dresses and things. I mean, it's funny. It's just funny stuff. But uh, you know, I, I think um, I think of the Wegman photos and how long it must have taken him to pose those Weimaraners. You've got like these dogs. But it doesn't look like it took you a lot of effort. They don't look uncomfortable. How how do you do this? Well, actually, Deb, um, a lot of my customers are from all over the world, and they send me their own photographs of their pets, which I then Photoshop into the original Renaissance paintings. So uh, I can. I also do photograph pets live. I've been do, I've been going to some pet shows lately, and I've been photographing the pets right there on the spot. Um, and then I can use my own photographs of the pet to um, Photoshop them into the Renaissance. So that's how it works. Okay, so like someone could, for example, see Mona Lisa, but it's, you know, Poodle Lisa or Beagle Lisa, or, or that's what we're talking about, right? There's a dog dressed as that famous painting. Exactly. <laughs> and it's your dog. <laughs> And the nice thing is that Renaissance paintings are in the public domain, so I I have access to lots of different characters and um, ranging from jesters to 
to princes and princesses and kings and queens, but also people will request really crazy things like I got a Chinese emperor request the other day. Um, so, you know, generals, um, a Spartan Greek king, you know, all See, sorts. I, of- I have, um, I breed dogs and one of my golden doodle puppies went to a family where the two boys, I call them the Beethoven boys. They were playing Beethoven by the time they were in fourth grade, these two. And uh, they named their dog Ludwig after Beethoven. So I could see them wanting him dressed as Beethoven in front of a piano or something like that for a photo. Uh, I can see how uh, there's sort of personal appeal. Do you ever make the decision for the people about which which look to go with, which queen of England or whatever? That's a really good question. And it really depends on the customer and the pet. And, and what I tell people is, you know, if you have a specific painting or character that you want me to do, um, you know, I'll, I'll research it and I'll find the right painting or, or if you have a painting that you already know. Um, otherwise, I also tell people, you know, just give me a general idea about what your pet is like. You know, if they're goofy and um, but they're really spoiled, you know, tell me things like that about your pet and I will find the perfect Renaissance painting to go with your pet. Oh, so you get the personality. See, I, I breed standard poodles and golden doodles. And my poodles, uh, even the most humble, the most mellow, the most doggy of them, still looks kind of snooty, you know? They just, they just have this quality of, do I know you? Sort of a reaction to strangers talking to them. And uh, I, think, uh, I think it would be good to capture that when you, bring your, when you send your photo in. You know, you've got a bratty dog. You want it dressed as something yes. that fits a personality, right? Yes. Well, and I have a penchant for poodles because I grew up with a poodle myself. Um, and, you know, the French poodle, obviously, uh, a French king would, is, is one of the perfect characters. I've already done a, a, a white poodle as King Louis Fourteenth, which uh, just made the perfect, um, hilarious, snooty-looking king. Well, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I wish poodles were French. I, I wish they were Israeli. I wish they were anything but, the, but German. They're German. Almost all the breeds we know today, many, 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 are German. Germans were really into dog breeding. They were really into genetics. So there's an awful lot of dogs that Germany, 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 including the French poodle, believe it or not. So that's a little frustrating. I want to ask you, have you ever thought, because sometimes I see a dog and I think, that dog looks like Rod Stewart, or that dog looks like Elvis Presley, or something like that, right? Have you ever thought of doing rock stars? Well, the thing about doing um, other types of more modern characters is um, that those images are not in the public domain. So I don't have the rights to just um, create a rock star or even like a Superman or, um, you know, other characters that um, that are that are um, copyrighted, trademarked. Oh, I see. That's so, too bad, you know, because yeah. every poodle I know looks like Barry Manilow, right? I'm sure <laughs> I could come up with. I mean, I could come up with a rock star um, that wouldn't necessarily that would be more maybe generic. That wouldn't be a specific rock star, uh, or would be my representation of, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, I, I suppose I could probably do that. I, I, I've had a few interesting requests like that, um, and I'm usually able to find some kind, something that 
um, that people uh, are excited about. What's a what's an interesting request you've had? Something you didn't quite expect? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, well, like I was saying, recently I got this Pekingese um, uh, dog named Wonton, and they wanted me to do a Chinese emperor. And so I looked back into, uh, did, did my research on the internet, found a few different possible Chinese emperors uh, to, put, to put him into, and found just the right one, and, and uh, it, was, it was pretty funny looking. And they yeah, love that. It was, I, I think sometimes, you know, people always say about babies, newborn babies, that they all um, that they all look like Winston Churchill. And, and sometimes I think bulldogs look like Winston Churchill. But I don't know if that's by association or not. But you do get dogs that look like certain things. And I could see how you'd get some pretty odd requests. How did it go for you at that first dog show? What was that like? Well, you know, I had never really been to a dog show. So I'm still at this point, um, brushing up on my breeds, like, you know, you caught me with the, the French poodle. I don't know all of these um, facts about the different breeds, and I'm realizing that at the dog shows, people are very loyal to their, uh, to their breed, and uh, so I'm, ha- I'm learning a lot. Um, oh, you know what? Don't sweat it. I, I know so much about so many dogs, and, and it's okay. It's really okay. Almost 99% of the people around the world, including those at the dog shows, don't know where poodles are from. Everyone thinks they're French, and that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> as long as they're treating them right, exercising them right, you know, and not leaving them in parked cars, I don't care what they think. It doesn't bother me when someone says they own a Burmese mountain dog, which would have to be sure. a cat getting the name wrong, you know, or they tell me they have a Rockweiler as if the dog was originally made to work in quarries. But you know what? That's okay. As long as they treat it right, it's all good. And, and it's, and it's fun to learn about all the different breeds and their histories and their personalities because they are all different. So it it was a a whole other place. Hey, it's, it's full of people who are very, very specific, very particular. And I could see how you could get some amazing customers out of this, some really cool looking pictures. Uh, Do you have a, where could, where could people catch you at your next show? Uh, Well, coming up, I will be at the new England pet expo. uh, And that is happening um, on, let's see, what is the weekend? Um, it's happening on the 19th of September. Um, I just came okay, from- everyone. So you know what? Go to therenaissancepet.com. We're quickly running out of time with Moti here. Moti Zemmelman from therenaissancepet.com. If you'd like to see what your dog or cat looks like in a beautiful picture or give a gift to someone for Hanukkah, Christmas, something like that, this is a good way to go. I laughed when I, when I first looked at the website. I really did laugh out loud because these dogs and these costumes – they're funny looking. TheRenaissancePet.com. Thank you very much, Moti. Thank you so much, Deb. It was great being okay. on the show. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back on Smart Animal Talk. I'm your doggy. I'm your doggy. And I love you. Hey, pet lovers. Listen up. The world's first and only toilet seat for cats of all sizes. 
no more money spent for cat litter, and no more odors and no more infections. For more info, go to catsofthrones.com. Go to catsofthrones.com. So do it right now. Go to www.catsofthrones.com. As a dog owner, you know that dogs can eat just about anything. But when food becomes a health troublemaker, or your animal has been on antibiotics or heavy meds, or GI issues set in, your animal's gut may be out of balance and needs Goo Gut Rescue. Goo Gut Rescue is 100% natural and veterinarian prebiotic and probiotic formulated to rescue your animal's gut from bad bug dominance. Remember, your dog's total health begins with gut health. Don't delay. Visit GooGutRescue.com. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. No more fleas and no more ticks with the No More Tick Spray. All natural, non-toxic, and even safe enough for you to use on yourself. It smells great. You have to try it. It really works. This is what I want you to do. Go to www.nomoreticks.com. Once again, nomoreticks.com. Your pet will love you for it. Go to nomorticks.com. NuVet Plus, your pet's best friend. NuVet Plus is an immune system builder that is safe for all stages of your dog's life. Helps eliminate most issues, including allergies, scratching and itching, hot spots, arthritis and joint issues, chronic ear infections, tear staining, lack of energy, digestive issues, and so much more. All natural, manufactured in an FDA-registered human pharmaceutical lab here in the USA, using ingredients sourced in the USA. Nothing artificial. No sugars, wheat, corn, or dyes. Never heat treated to help retain all the natural rich ingredients. Comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and is only pennies a day. Call us Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. 1-800-474-7044. That's 1-800-474-7044. And tell them you are referred by All Paws Pet Talk Radio. Or go online to www.nuvet.com. That's www.nuvet.com. Use order code 33955. Again, www.nuvet.com. Order code 3395. Put your pet on the path to good health. Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio. And we're about to welcome our second guest. This is called Launder Leash. That's what we're talking about today, Launder Leash. We're talking with Christine. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Deb. Thanks for having me on. It's good to have you. I was about to ask you, where are you calling in from? But I didn't get a chance. Where are you calling in from? From Plymouth, Massachusetts. Massachusetts with Launder Leash. But people can get this... Other places, right? How can people get a hold of Launder Leash? Oh, absolutely. On, it's www.launderleash.com. Nice. Launderleash.com. Okay, so I just recently, just yesterday, two days ago, cut all the mats out of my 12-year-old golden retriever who swims every day in the dog pond here at Camp Good Dog. And I do this every month or six weeks, cut them all out, and then I bathed her, 
And then I trimmed more mats out and she still stank. And I mean stank. She stank like the bottom of a gym locker. And I had already soaked her collar in bleach. And then I soaked it in pine saw. And then I threw it out. And now I hear about laundry leash. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a problem I think that everybody has. Is um, it? So oh, that collar stinks. I mean, it's an exciting new product. I mean, it solves the problem that I think all dog lovers have. I mean, our dog's collars and leashes are absolutely filthy. Um, it's a padded like, It, it smells like bag. not like your dog, not like the river, not like the mud. It right. smells like a, a boy's gym locker at a high school. It's horrible. And... Absolutely. And yet, you, I can solve that, can't I? You can, and it's not only the smell; it's also, you know, you think about what their what their leashes and the collars have been through. I mean, there is buildup of chemicals, there's pesticides. So you, you know, we treat them with kick stuff when we put their collars back on them. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, and I think the, you know, the most important thing is all dogs roll around and stuff. Um, so we have no idea what's on them. And, you know, we, oh, we actually, we kind of do. There's quite an assortment of feces on there because that's what dogs love to roll in most. I mean, really, they do. Goat poo, is. deer poo, dog poo. There's all kinds of poo your dog will find and roll in whether you see him or not. Even if you only that's walk right. him on leash and even in the city, he's going to find it, right? They will. They will. And that was the inspiration for me doing it. I mean, I was out for a run with our Golden Doodle Dagny. She was off lead, and as all dogs do, she dropped and started rolling in something. Um, she came back to me, and I realized she had a clump of what I pe- would appear to be like dirt and leaves stuck underneath her collar. And as I was getting it out, I realized it was actually the remains of a dead bird. Um, oh, even I, worse. I'm telling well, you, yes. I was so worse. I mean, I was so disgusted. I think I broke the land speed record running home to wash my hands and the dog. And all of a sudden I went, this is disgusting. What do I do with her collar? Um, and when I thought about it, I've, I hadn't changed their collars, both of my dogs, in a very long time. Um, and then you think about hand washing them, not effective. You went through that, right? I mean, you just said that. With oh, the well, I soaked and, and I bleached. And I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, this is a, a problem I often have here. And I don't want to be throwing out my collars all the time. But I also don't want to be ruining my clothes and my washer and my dryer. So it's kind of right. like and i, I got to pick and choose. And I don't want to ruin the collars. So I kind of soak so, them and bleach them and then throw them out eventually. Yeah, and that there's just no need. I mean, you know, you think of the days when everybody used to, um, you know, hand wash all of their lingerie, and then all of a sudden, you know, the lingerie bag comes out, and we throw everything in with our washer and dryer. The reality is if you threw the collar and leash in with the washer and dryer, the toggles, the tags, I mean, you don't know what you're going to have, damage to your washer, damage to your clothes. Um, this bag solved that. I mean, you know, laundry leash is padded, it's porous. It, it gets rid of that annoying clanging noise in the washer and dryer, and it sanitizes both products. So it's a very simple, um, you know, 3D mesh bag designed to, you know, not have the damage of, of, of our expensive machines. Your uh, story about the bird reminds me about a really awful riddle that I know that's kind of funny. And my son made it up years ago when one of my cats brought him in a little present from the backyard. And he said, oh, absolutely. <laughs> he said, well, you know, what's worse? Tell me what's worse, mom. What's worse than a dead mouse? And I said, I don't know, honey. What's worse? The answer half a dead mouse and that's absolutely oh. true the same is true with the bird <laughs> but i've seen dogs roll in 
bizarre things. I've seen them oh. roll, and this is a common one for anyone who lives on the Pacific Coast like I do, in dead seal. I've seen them rolling dead fish, oh. the spotting salmon in the yeah. fish. Okay, that's really oily. I've seen them rolling dead skunk. Again, really, really oily, really hard to get out. That collar, mm-hmm. that collar needs to go through the, through the wash. It does. Absolutely. It's the only way. I mean, the heat of the washer and the heat of the dryer act, actually sanitizes them. I mean, you're not in the recent outbreak of, uh, of dog influenza. I mean, influenza can actually be contaminated in collars and leashes. So there, there's a number of things. It's the smell, it's the parvovirus, it's the flea and tick treatments. It's, it, it, it's not effective to, to soak them. Um, so it really, they really do need to be washed, and who wants to take the chance on, on having your products damaged? Well, when you think about the elaborate steps we take, we wear gloves or we wash our mm-hmm. hands after changing the litter. We wear gloves or wash our hands after poop scooping the yard or bathing our dogs mm-hmm. or before mm-hmm. cooking food. And it's all for nothing if your dog's walking around with E. coli on his neck, giving you kisses Absolutely. and hugs. Absolutely. And, you, you know, who, you who know? of us, right, you know, who of us haven't come home for a walk and taken our leash and thrown it on the kitchen table? You know, you, 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 when you really think Ooh, about it. And now you remind me of how much pee that gets. A lot of a lot of times the leash is right in the line of fire for other dogs peeing or pee pee incidents. You know, you're meeting, greeting, you're standing there talking to the other owner. They're each taking a turn on the telephone pole. A little drop goes astray. Ew! Don't bring that home and put that on your counter. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, after that story with the bird, I mean, I. I did my research, and the only thing I could find out there, Deb, was more blogs about the problem. Um, you know, no one oh, really has yeah. taken it, you know, under advisement to say, "Hey, look at this is this is an economical issue too." I mean, if we're throwing out collars and leashes every couple of months, that's not that's not really smart either. So, um, I think I think I have a problem solver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and leashes get expensive. Because of this problem, I've been making my own leashes by buying the little class at the hardware store and buying rope and nodding and burning and nodding. And bur- because I go through leashes like crazy exactly because of this problem, because I run a boarding kennel. Got 50 dogs. I breed. I board. There's a lot of traffic here. There's a lot of meet and greet. There's a lot of dogs on a little bit of a probation with the leash trailing until they learn to come when called and things like that. And so the leashes really, really get beat up. So I think this is a great product. And uh it's it's time has come. So launderleash.com, is that where they go? It is L A U N D E R L E A S H dot com. <sighs> okay. And it won't wreck the washer, won't wreck the dryer, right? It won't. The price is comparable to the price of just replacing one collar and leash. So you just add that up over time and, and you realize how economical a purchase this is as well. What's different about this bag from a normal mesh bag I'd buy at the store? Because I have tried to use those before, and sometimes my tags get stuck in different... I have different problems with them. I wasn't using them in the actual washer. I was using them when I was, like, soaking and dunking. Because the bleach, the way I do it with the buckets, it, it wears and tears on the leashes and the collars too much. So right, I've, t- I've right. tried all different methods. But the old-style launder bag doesn't work. So what's different about... Work. It does not it work. But we, we tested multiple materials. We actually decided on a um, 3D spacer mesh, which actually it's the, the mesh is porous, 
so it's effective in truly sanitizing the collars and leashes, and it's padded. It's a thick enough mesh that it actually will deaden the uh, the annoying clanging noises that you would get with a normal lingerie bag, bag and it will um, also stop the damage to the washer and dryer. So it's a very thick, porous um, bag designed to do just that. Well, Christine, we're running out of time. I'd really like you to send me a sample because I will try it on the Camp Good Dog leashes and collars, and then I'll report back on the air and people will know if it can stand up here, it can stand up anywhere. So I'd love it if you could send me a sample. I absolutely will, Deb. All right. So everyone, go to LaundryLeash.com and we'll be back with more Smart Animal Talk. I'm your doggy and I love you. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. You can now bring your pets with you everywhere you go. That's right. Handmade, personalized jewelry featuring a photograph, yes, a photograph of your loving pet. Dew's Jewelry offers bracelets, necklaces, keychains, and more. This beautiful jewelry not only makes a wonderful gift, but it's also a special way to memorialize a pet that has passed away. You have to see this. This is what I want you to do. Go to www.dewsjewelry.com. I'm going to spell it out for you again. www.dewsjewelry.com. Once again, that is D-O-O-S Jewelry. D-O-O-S-Jewelry.com. Hop online and order your personalized jewelry today. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. Super Essentials, your pet's best friend. Super Essentials is an immune system builder for all the animals. 100% human-made ingredients and made in the USA. Promotes longevity, increases energy, builds healthy joints and strong bones. It builds a solid foundation for excellent health for dogs and cats. This is what I want you to do. Go to www.MotherEarthPet.com to learn so much more about this product. My producer uses it for his pets and for himself as well. That is MotherEarthPet.com. A happy pet is a healthy pet. The site again, www.MotherEarthPet.com. Hey, pet lovers, you have to see this. Unique custom pet portraits. I mean unique. These are really cool. You can now have your furry children look like a king, a queen, plus so much more. Make them the leaders of the world. There's nothing like this. It's a must, especially for the holidays. This is what I want you to do. Go to therenaissancepet.com. I'll spell it for you. The, T-H-E-R-E-N-N-A-I-S-S-A-N-C-E, pet.com. Therenaissancepet.com. The Renaissance Pet Portraits for the pets who has it all.
Hey pet lovers, listen up. I would like to introduce you to Lenstatin. If your pet has failing eyesight due to cataracts, then you need to check this out. Lenstatin, the world's only cataract protection developed by Dr. Scott Tunis, board certified ophthalmologist and a nationally recognized expert in cataract surgery. Lenstatin, a human source supplement made right here in the USA that you can even use for yourself. For more information, go to lenstatin.com. That's L-E-N-S-T-A-T-I-N, lenstatin.com. If you tell them that All Paws sent you, you will receive 10% off their already low prices. So go to lenstatin.com today. Your pet will thank you. talk on all paws pet talk radio and i feel like the dog that just got the treat the cat that just got the catnip because as a radio host you don't often get to have someone on the air who can handle any question any topic it's just so much fun to chat with about dogs about cats about animals about the news about anything welcome to the show darlene darlene arden welcome to the show thank you so much deb it's so good to be with you again Yes, it is. I just feel like I can settle in, enjoy a little cup of coffee, except I'm talking, so I can't do that, but just pretend I'll look at it longingly (laughs) and pretend I'm sipping it with you. So exactly what I'm going to do, and I'm a coffee-holic. Everybody knows that. I am, too, and I like it really dark and strong. Yeah, I like my coffee. So... Okay, I've got some questions for you. And um, first of all, I just heard from one of my guests on the air today, and I I didn't hear this at all. Have you heard lately about an influenza outbreak in dogs? Is this something going on? Yes, the canine flu. What's going on? Where is this? Well, originally, years ago, it started in just a group of racing greyhounds. And people got a little upset, but then it went away. However, this past spring into summer, it started in the Chicago area, and it was a terrible outbreak, and it was confined to sort of Chicago and places around there, and then it spread, and uh, you'd hear of a case popping up in Massachusetts and a case somewhere else, and I knew this would happen because people travel they go on vacation and take their pets along. So where something might not have spread to other parts of the country, it certainly did with this flu because people travel more now. So and just they take the their pets. You're right. We get I mean, sick maybe hotels, travel. motels, places will take pets and advertise that way online and so, yeah, people take their pets. I sometimes think they make a mistake taking their pets, especially if they take their pets somewhere really hot where it needs to be air-conditioned all the time or with you. You kind of miss out on your holiday. And your pet maybe would rather be in a climate he's more used to. So sometimes these beach-type holidays aren't really the greatest or holidays with lots of lineups. and Some you know. are and some aren't. It depends yeah. upon the person and their pet, what kind of things they normally would do together. Do they go and play on the beach together? Is this really going to be great? Cats usually prefer to be in one place. They would love it if you had somebody stay at home with them. You know, you hired a 
reliable, responsible, and bonded and insured pet sitter. So they can be in now, their okay. own home. Now, Some say you can't do that. Like say travel. you have a friend who loves your cat. Isn't that a good person to pick to, to come visit? Absolutely. At least twice a day. But this terrible old wives' tale about cats is that they're independent and they don't need anyone the way a dog does. That's completely false. They are independent hunters, but they're not independent cats. That's why when you're reading a book, the cat's suddenly on top of it or on top of your keyboard at the computer. They're soliciting affection and attention. So, yes, they want people with them. They get depressed alone. They don't want to be alone. And heaven forbid there's a house fire and your pet's all alone. There are people who will leave their pets alone for a weekend. It's, are you crazy? Well, what, what if there's two? Gonna do? What What if there's two? Because a lot of people think, well, I have two cats. Or doesn't you know. matter. They both need attention and affection. What's interesting about cats is that while dogs will bond to each other, the cats will bond to each other and you too. They don't discriminate and prefer the other cat the way a dog would rather hang out with another dog and is happy to hang out with you. The cats consider you part of their clouder. That's C-L-O-W-D-E-R, their family. And just the way well, we do you really you think that about all dogs? Because there are some dogs where the sun rises and sets on their owner's head and the rest of the world can just go away oh, for all they true. care. Right? That's There's quite a few dogs like true. that, quite a few Dobermans like that. Yeah, and in every breed there are dogs like that. But you'll find that exact same thing happening even more in cats. And what's striking about it is people still hold to their old wives' tales. There was a study Despite the came, evidence right in front of them that the cat needs them, they say, oh, he doesn't exactly. need me. Well, I see that with kids, too. Kids are resilient, the bad parents say over and over as they excuse their own inattention. Right? That's exactly it. People are, you know, they're looking for an excuse not to, to really bond and take care of the animal. And they do the same thing with their children. And it's a huge mistake. You know, they like to say their children are independent. No, they're not. They still need you. And even after the 21, they'll still need you. Uh, who doesn't want to call mom and talk to them, even if your mother is no longer alive? You still want to reach for that phone. Oh, yeah. And well, okay, so that was one myth you don't like. What about, and this one really bugs me, and I get it all the time. I hear it all the time. I see it on TV and comedy routines, people's comments. The idea that men are like dogs and women are like cats. It makes no it's sense so to me. There's stupid. male cats and female cats and male dogs and female dogs. I don't even know what they're getting at. Somehow men are supposed to be sort of the sloppy, dumb, goofy lab, and women are supposed to be the finicky, overly vocal Siamese, I, I think. Do you, what do well, you even do with this? Well, either that or the this? Persian who, who is just, you know, decorating Looking herself. Looking at herself, well. yeah. Well, what do you even do with this, Darlene? What, how do you refute this silly idea? You know, it's so stupid. I'm not sure there's a place to refute it. I mean, you know, you look at these. It's the same thing with the crazy cat lady. I'm sorry, that's insulting. We are not crazy. And... Why are they saying crazy cat lady and not crazy dog lady? And what about the guys who have a house full of cats because they love them? And there are some perfectly straight guys who love cats. It's not just gay guys, which is another stupid myth. 
I mean, and as another stupid myth, it's only gay women with a house full of cats, and you see this. Oh, oh, oh I get the other idea. The, it's the the real butchy women who have the house full of you know rotties and pit bulls, and people are always surprised when somebody who is out that they're gay and they take on a kind of tough image, someone like a singer, has some yeah. little multipoo or something. Well, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have exactly. a soft Exactly. I mean, I don't understand why people have to discriminate and why they have to slot people into categories. I always say it takes a big man to walk a little dog. I know plenty of straight guys. Truck drivers will choose a chihuahua sometimes or another toy breed because they live nicely in the cabin of the truck with them when they're on the road all week and it's lonely. Oh, you know what? This is so true. I, the big macho dogs... They are often walked by the most non-macho guys who have something to prove. It's just like the fast cars and everything. That's exactly what it is. The drug dealers who are training. I mean, it's ridiculous. And the dogs don't want to be like that. I mean, if a guy has to have a really tough, big, macho dog, he's got a problem I don't even want to deal with. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. And and it's almost, to me, the logic is reversed. The weaker I am as a person, the more I need a big, tough dog to protect me. Right? I actually like to go in the woods where there's bears and coyotes, and I like to go in the dark and not worry about whether the sun's setting as a woman alone. So maybe I do need a big, tough dog. But if well, I'm a big, tough happened. guy... I had a friend what? who had drug dealers move into her Florida neighborhood. She bought a Doberman. That dog would have kissed them to death. They didn't know that. They saw it, and they took one look and said, Doberman, and ran. I mean, they so she was perfectly safe. In San Francisco years ago, and they probably do it in other areas, they would rent out dogs to big dogs, usually Dobermans, to women to walk. If the women who had been raped or in some other way abused and attacked and they were afraid to, to walk, wow, but when they could go and walk a big dog, they felt safe. It is and empowering. And in you know life. what? I completely, there was only one time in the last few years where I found myself alone in the evening at a beautiful beach with no dog. And I really feel the difference. I really feel like prey as a woman alone. And I don't feel that when I'm walking a big Roddy Cross or even a lab, even a golden. Anybody who can bark and, you know, stand by my side and bark on command or heal up when I tell it, it's going to keep mm-hmm. the bad guys away. And, you know, they'll find someone else, sadly. But, um, but okay, we are coming on the break very quickly. And we have more to talk about. We just dispelled a couple of myths. There's another myth coming up. That small dogs are like cats. So we're going to come back after the break and deal with that one. I've enjoyed lately a couple of items in the news where um, a hunter got really badly (laughs) mauled by a bear. This is my guilty pleasure lately. Looking at footage of hunters getting mauled by animals. And then you hear the, you know, the follow-up. And the bear was barely injured and got away with her cubs. And the hunter's still in the hospital, you know, and it's like, yay. yay. Okay, so <laughs> stay, stay tuned to Smart Animal Talk, all past Pet Talk Radio. We'll be back with my friend, best-selling author, award-winning pet expert, Darlene Arden. And I think she's going to tell us about a podcast, a new thing for her. So stay tuned. Smart Animal Talk, All Pause Pet Talk Radio with me, Dab Wolf. I'm your doggy, and I love you, and you know. 
For your dogs, running beside your bike is more rewarding canine exercise than any walk. It's also more dangerous. Until now, introducing the amazingly stable Bike Toe Leash, the only safe dog biking attachment approved by the American Pet Association. The Bike Toe Leash installs in seconds on bikes, trikes, power chairs, and mobility scooters. No tools needed, and dogs learn it immediately. With a Bike Toe Leash, both dogs and rider can enjoy fun recreation anywhere, no matter what your ability level. To learn more and order your Bike Toe Leash, visit BikeToeLeash.com. That's BikeToeLeash.com. Bike Toe Leashes are made in the USA and ship worldwide. That website again is B-I-K-E-T-O-W-L-E-A-S-H dot com. Hey, pet lovers. Have you had this problem? Did you ever lose your keys in your purse or in your pockets? Looking for a better way to carry your dog treats when walking your pet? Or, and this is a big one for me, looking for a better and safer way to carry your phone? Well, stop looking. The hip clip and pocket accessory is for you. Go to hipclips.com. I'm going to spell it for you. H-I-P-K-L-I-P-S dot com. Hipclips.com. The best way to carry your everyday personals. Scratch it. Is your itchy dog allergy sad? Did you know that our dogs suffer from the same pollen, dust mite, and mold allergies that we do? Now, veterinarian dermatologist Dr. Christian has formulated Doggy Goo. Doggy Goo is a peanut butter treat for your dog. But Doggy Goo also sublingually builds tolerance to 10 pollens, 2 mites, and 3 molds 100% naturally. Try Doggy Goo. Your dog will Doggy Goo look it up. Call 855-246-2426. The number again is 855-246-2426. Or on the web, www.healthygoo.com. Goo spelled G-O-O. Scratch it. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. Gerard Lariat, creator of the best aromatherapy pet care, has something great for your pets. All natural and 100% biodegradable products recommended by veterinarians. It comes in five distinctive scents for shampoos, sprays, and candles. And it will help your pet relax and have plenty of energy at the same time. This is what I want you to do. Go to puppyprimp.com. That is P-U-P-P-Y. P-R-I-M-P dot com. Puppyprimp dot com. Your pet will love you for it. Coming back on Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio, and it's Deborah Wolf, and I will give you my website because we're just about to talk about that in an inadvertent turn of events. We're about to talk about it. It's DebraWolfOnline.com, and I'm about to start, not yet, featuring some products that I truly believe in. Nothing I've never tried, nothing that doesn't work, only stuff I've tried that works, that I like. That's it. On the other side of the website, there's going to be some courses that I've taken or from people I've had on the radio that I just loved as qualified guest experts and the courses they're offering, my own ebooks, some ebooks of my guests, 
just stuff I believe in. No junk, no garbage. So that's coming soon, and everything on there is going to be with a special offer. So it's the best place to get it. And that's what I'm trying for. I'm going to have some teasers on there to get you there, some freebies, some contests. It's also the place to go to hook up with everything that's me, my Facebook Camp Good Dog, where you can see all the doggies that come here and their little happy faces in the pond. And uh, just to, to be able to hear some of my best radio shows and to just find everything that has to do with me. It's all through DebraWolfOnline.com. But, um, but that's the way I keep control. And show you what I really, really believe in. That's what will be there. It's just not there yet. And I was just talking to Darlene about that because I'm hoping someday she'll offer a course and I'll be able to offer it to my listeners because I love what she knows and I love sharing it with all of you. And together we can solve almost any dog or cat problem there is out there. And I am going to ask you the question about the small dogs like cats. But before we do that, I know you've got a new podcast coming out. So let's talk about that just a little. I do. It's on the Celebrity Pets channel, and it's called The Pet Expert. And right now, it just premiered today. It's on YouTube. So if people go to YouTube and type in Darlene Arden, D-A-R-L-E-N-E-A-R-D-E-N, it will pop up. Episode 1 with Rebecca Sanchez, and we're talking all about charities, pet charities, specific ones that people probably haven't heard about. And it's nice to bring that information out to people. And, uh, you know, discussing some other things. And she's the one who's on social networking as Maddie Dog. And it took me forever to remember that she's really Rebecca, because I keep calling her Maddie Dog. So... Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem with me and my customers. I know the dog, not the person. And they'll say hi to me in the mall or something. The dog or the cat, but never remember the person. Oh, you're so and so's mommy. Ginger's mom? Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that works. But this is the first of a series of podcasts for the pet expert. And it will be joining the Celebrity Pets channel on Roku for people who have Roku boxes in the States. Eventually it will branch out. But wherever you are in the world, you'll be able to catch it on the YouTube channel. So, Darlene, is it true, and I think it's not, is it true that small dogs are like cats, like people seem to say? Only in the sense that they're in your lap and up near your face the way cats are. Other than that, every dog has its own personality. They're dogs. They're real dogs, but in a smaller package. So I call them portable companions, but they're still real dogs. They have four on the floor, and they can use them. How many times have you heard me say that? They're real dogs who need to be trained with positive training, and you know I prefer operant conditioning, clicker training. They're intelligent. They love their owners. They will protect their owners. And they are every bit the dog that their bigger cousins are. So they're not cats, and about 45 or 50 years ago, veterinary medicine was treating cats like little dogs. They didn't realize this is a separate species. It took very, them very years different. to figure out the cats needed taurine in their food or they'd have heart attacks. So different in, in so many ways, physically, mentally, emotionally. So because you and I work a lot with cats, a lot with dogs, decades now, and answering calls and dealing with the public and all the different questions... What do you think, if you could sum it up for people, what do you think that most cats are complaining about? 
What, what would it, if a cat could speak, what would it tell you? I think they're complaining about their owners not understanding that they love them, they are bonded to them, they want affection and attention, not the way a dog does all the time, but when they decide, they're not independent little creatures. They really come for attention, they want to be loved, they want to be played with. They would love three interactive play sessions a day. That's not so much to ask for you to go and get an interactive toy, you know, one of those fishing pole toys, and then put it away when you're done and bring it out again. And some cats like to play fetch. They want to be with you and do things with you. Some cats will follow you from room to room. What's independent about that? So I think they'd want to say, hey, I love you. Could you love me too, please, and give me some attention and some love? Try teaching your cat a trick. You'll be surprised how easy it is. If you pick the moment when he or she really wants your attention and you teach something really simple like shake paw, which is just basically touching your finger with its paw, if you can do that and praise it for that, even make it happen a little with your finger and keep saying the same word and praising and praising, touching and praising, you'll have your cat shaking paw in no time. Your cat oh, weaving and spinning. Comes to I caught mine in no time. Do you know they train faster than dogs, I think? Well, you know, I have standard poodles. You can't even compare. But okay, okay, faster than the average <laughs> pug or whippet, for sure. By don't, be, don't be emailing me, you pug and whippet people. You know it's true. It takes you forever to train your dog's things. That's so, right. <laughs> and you shizu people, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no. I was thinking about the guy. We had this guy on Pet Renaissance. Uh, he, he takes a photo of your pet and he puts it in a frame of a Renaissance picture. So you can have, you know, like your, your beagle Lisa instead of the Mona Lisa or your, oh, your King Henry so that's King Charles. Anyway, so I was thinking about that with a Shih Tzu and how funny it would be if, you know, you did like a John Lennon Shih Tzu with the glasses and <laughs> over the top <laughs> of the hair, oh, right? Like making a real hippie dog. So, okay, so... Wow, we've run out of time. I can't believe oh, that. Have we How can that happen? That Every so time awesome. I have you on, any show, anytime, anywhere, we run out of time. I it's know, you. It's so much fun together, and the time flies, <laughs> and there's so much to talk about. Gosh, we're out of time. I know. Well, cats are not like dogs, and cats no. are not like women, and men no. are not like dogs. So we no. solved all that for everybody. Yes, um, we did. The most Pro, uh, we always talk about the most common cat problems and the most common dog problems. I don't want to do it. We're going we're gonna to end on one short note from Darlene on her opinion on this. Recently, it was discovered in the news that when a man or a woman looks at the dog in the eyes, they get oxytocin in their blood, and so does the dog. Do you think it happens with cats, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. It's the same kind of love and the same kind of they love us as much as we love them, and they are... It's the same thing a mother and a baby or a father and a baby share, that kind of bonding. Yes, they absolutely do. I have no trouble believing that. They found research that wolves don't. Even a wolf raised by humans doesn't get the oxytocin back in his system. So I find it really interesting that it's something unique to domestic dogs and perhaps cats. And I think, yeah, probably, if I had to guess, I would say so too. Okay, everybody, we have to wrap up. I'm so sorry. But you can get more of Darlene if you find her on YouTube on her podcast. And you can find me at DebraWolfOnline.com. I'm coming up with a really cool teaser. It's going to be five things you don't know about pets 
And you'll be surprised what they are. Five really cool facts at uh, com. Until next time, from Smart Animal Talk and All Paws Pet Talk Radio, be good to your animals. And anytime you're